Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Project Shadow. My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. Especially if you bought my bo- new book, Cry Like... Uh, cry, uh, wrong one. Crucify My Love. Almost named a book that I've been working on for years that isn't ready yet. If you are curious about listening to it, please check out the Mask of the Gods podcast. I think you'll enjoy it. Or get your copy from Amazon. A little bit of a warning for today's show. I've been doing promo and publicity stuff for the new book, and I'm a little burnt and crispy, but then then I watched the trailer for the new Joker movie. Yeah, we need to talk about that. So, if you haven't seen it, it, it might or might not help you to go and watch it prior to this. It's available everywhere. But I, I'm not going to do spoilers because it's a trailer and yeah. Okay. For, first of all, I, I, I don't like saying this, but Joaquin Phoenix is too old to play the Joker. I'm sorry. And I wouldn't be saying that actually if it was Mark Hamill because he was the world's most perfect Joker. And if we just had him play his Joker... But, like, the age he is now, that could be really interesting. Like, do a live-action version of The Dark Knight Returns with the plot fixed so it's not quite as problematic. Yeah, I, I, I'd watch that. But that's because Mark Hamill is a great actor and the best actor who's ever played the Joker. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out Batman the Animated Series. Mark Hamill plays the Joker. It's amazing. It's wonderful. It's great. But for an origin story, I, I have a problem with the him having this psychotic break so late in life. And the reason I feel like that is there's part of me that wonders if I've already seen this movie and it was really bad. And I think it was called The Weatherman and it starred Nicolas Cage and it was terrible that's kind of what this trailer reminded me of. And that's not a good thing to bring up in my mind. Now, I'm going to throw that aside, and I'm also going to try to, you know, throw aside that I really generally don't like Joaquin Phoenix. i just not a big fan of his work. And I'm going to try to take the trailer on face value. So... I'm guessing that this is DC's version of The Purge, maybe? Like, okay, so we're living in a Gotham that apparently does not have a Batman. Or at least, no Batman is referenced. At all. So, okay, there's that. I'm not going to take a position here, there, yonder. I watched Venom and... There's no reference to Spider-Man, kind of. It's Anyway, 
That seems to be the way we're going with these movies now. And I get it. Everybody wants their own anti-hero, right? Deadpool kicked open the door. Hey, look, wisecracking comic book anti-heroes can be a thing. And oh, crap, everybody hated Jared Leto. So let's go completely a different way and do makeup that that will remind people of John Wayne Gacy. Not, not an association I want to make with the Joker. Like, the Joker is crazy. The Joker is an anarchistic terrorist. But associating him with a child-raping mass, you know, serial killer, not really the look that I think your movie wants. And that's another thing that really turns me off, is... His makeup, when he's doing the Joker makeup, really reminds me of Pogo the Clown. And I get it. Pogo was scary. And it's not exactly Pogo because they'd probably have to pay somebody for rights to that because that's the kind of country we live in. But yeah, you really did everything you could to remind the audience of Pogo without just doing Pogo's makeup. That's not a good look. It's not. I, I just... I, I want to, like, take this movie on for what it is and not try to bring baggage to it. But, yeah. Don't make me think about John Wayne Gacy. That That's not... That's not a good look for your movie. And of course, you know, the references to Psycho that are in here as well. Again, not a good look. Come on, DC. You, you've got so many Joker origin stories. You've got so many stories about the Joker that you could do. You, you don't need to be cribbing from other sources like that. That just, you're better than this, DC. I feel like I should, I'm getting to the point where I almost feel like I should start a second podcast, well, second, the third podcast called You're Better Than This DC, and just whatever it is that they did that week, just talk about it and be like, you're better than this DC, and I don't want to make it a regular feature on this show, but they keep doing stuff that makes me just want to go, man, you're better than this DC. I mean, you are. I I don't, it it feels very much like this is, I I was hoping that maybe Wonder Woman was the last gasp of the Snyderverse. It, It is not. It is not the last gasp. We got Aquaman. And I was hoping Aquaman would be the last gasp of the Snyderverse. But it really looks like this movie I'm going to call it a movie because they're calling it a movie but the trailer gave us a series of vignettes about a man who's just kind of bad at life who's a clown maybe a stand-up comedian and who snaps one day and decides to start killing people or robbing people and killing people or killing people and robbing people or robbing people I, I don't know they didn't give me enough context for that. But he appears to have henchmen because there are other people wearing 
clown masks in this, and I'm okay with that. The Joker often had his henchmen do clown masks, but yeah, you know, I'm not looking forward to the montage, and hopefully it's a montage, because they really made it look like it's going to be an extended scene of Joaquin Phoenix dyeing his hair green, because they wanted to do a realistic Joker who didn't fall into a chemical bath that bleached his skin and tightened his facial muscles and made his hair green. And okay, I, I'm not saying you don't have to do that. That's that's fine. There are a lot of interesting ways that you can make a Joker. But I, I please don't give me an extended scene of... Uh, yeah, and plus just the weird inside jokes. Like The reason I feel like they're trying to be Deadpool with this, and I don't think they're going to pull it off, is his name isn't Arthur. It's not. His name is not Arthur. How do I know that his name is not Arthur? Because if you look at the paperwork on the doctor's desk, his name is Arthur Fleck. Yeah, Affleck. Get it? But... Affleck was the last Batman. Ha. Ha. Meta joke. Because that's what they decided to do. And maybe that's what they're deciding to do in the movie. But I feel like their real thing that we're going to find out is that he's secretly going to be either one of the Waynes. Or he's he's going to be a character... Because his name is A. Fleck, you know, Affleck, I have a feeling that they're lying about his name because that's one of the things that they're doing is, yes, but this Joker is a character you wouldn't have expected to be the Joker. It's going to be fill in the blank somebody else. And I don't know how much of the movie is going to be the Joker's origin story, but seriously, man, if there's one thing that should be dead in the superhero genre by now, it's the origin story. I mean, Marvel knows it. That's why even when they do origin story movies like Captain Marvel, we, we actually get a different story that we get flashbacks to kind of tell us where she comes from, but it's not the actual point of the story. You know... Yeah, because we need to know where she comes from, but we we don't want that movie. For goodness sakes, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse does everything in its power not to be that movie while at the same time poking fun of that at that movie, even though it is that movie. And that's one of the things that makes it secretly brilliant. I, I don't sense any secret brilliance in this. The music was predictable. Let's do that thing that they do now where we take a song that's got a positive message and put dark or depressing images over it because that's ironic. People love the irony, so let's do that and show this terrible life that the Joker had. I, I really don't know what to say. It just... It blows me away that this movie's being made and coming out in 2019. 
if if this was the 90s, if this was the 80s, okay, I could see this movie maybe getting made. I have no idea what Warner Brothers is thinking making this. I really don't. And I don't know, maybe it'll be huge and they'll prove me wrong and maybe it'll be great and that will prove me wrong. Because it's not like I've decided off of one trailer that I'm not going to see it. I'm probably going to wait to rent it or hope that it goes up on the DC app. But, you know, I don't understand what you're doing, DC. I just don't. This is a movie that nobody wanted. This is a movie that nobody asked for. And if you're trying to be Marvel and make that movie that nobody wants and surprise everybody with how much they want it, you have to find some way to be novel and interesting and good. That's why Guardians of the Galaxy worked. Nobody was a fan. Well, I'm not going to say nobody. Probably somebody out there was a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy prior to that movie coming out. But you're... Nobody was, like, screaming from the top of their lungs, where's my Guardians of the Galaxy movie? But they hired James James Gunn. James Gunn had a really nifty idea that turned into a really funny movie. And everybody fell in love with a talking tree, a talking raccoon, and a bunch of jerks who hang out together. And it worked. But there was a vision behind it. I mean, you can clearly see what James Gunn was going for. This is a story about family and how we choose our rational family. Which, if you didn't catch that, that's reinforced heavily in the second film. You, you, With your trailer, all you've done is... Have you ever wondered what The Purge would look like if the Joker started it? And at least for me, my answer is no... Because those are their own movies and I don't really care about them. And I like my Joker crazy and doing elaborate plots. <laughs> because he's a costume supervillain. And I don't like them to be regular people. Because they're costume supervillain. I want them to have over the top supervillainy. I don't just want them robbing a bank or what have you. I mean, think about, you know, what was it? The Dark, not The Dark Knight, right? Was it The Dark Knight? Yeah, it was Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. Um, In The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker kind of seems like an ordinary character because they're doing that, like, grim, dark, real world thing. And so he robs a couple banks and he blows up a hospital and whatnot. But he's also nuts. He's crazy. This is all part of a larger plan that he's put together that he thinks will get him to where he wants to get. And I don't see that in this Joker at all. Now, I'm not saying that there's no chance for this movie to be good, but the fact that they kind of did the opposite of the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer for Suicide Squad, where they took clips from a movie that apparently was and clipped them together to some really cool music and made it seem like it was going to be awesome and got our hopes up. 
this took like what I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm really hoping are the most boring clips from the movie and strung them together to think that that's what it's going to be when it's going to be the frenetic insanity tour that you expect from the Joker. Like, I I, I don't want to see... You're not going to make the Joker sympathetic. This is not a character you can really have sympathy for. He is a serial killer. He's a mass murderer. He's a terrorist. He's a villain in every possible way. And yeah, you may be trying some kind of a twist on that where, I don't know, he's a man of the people serial killer mass murderer guy, but that doesn't make him likable and it doesn't make him relatable. I've been mugged. I didn't put on clown makeup and try to destroy the world because that happened. I've been beaten up by random strangers and I didn't put on clown makeup and go and try to destroy the world because of that. And the problem is for the Joker to be the Joker, he has to be the kind of character that wants to watch the world burn. That's who he is. He is the minstrel dancing in the bonfire who doesn't understand why you don't like the burning. He doesn't care that the world's burning. He doesn't care if he's burning. All of the best Jokers have gotten that right. I mean, you look at Heath Ledger's Joker, you look at Mark Hamill's Joker, you look at Jack Nicholson's Joker. All of them got that right. That this is a character who just wants to watch the world burn and he wants to dance in the fire as it's burning. He's not trying to save himself. He's not trying to make himself rich. He's just trying to burn it all down. Now, this character may get there and they may be trying to justify to us why he got there. But in the grand scheme of things, that is not a winnable argument. Because if this character is going to live up to any of the Jokers who preceded him, and let's be honest, he has to, right? If Miles Morales wasn't a more interesting character than any of the Peter Parkers that we've seen, people would have been very clearly like, why do we need this character? They don't care that he has additional superpowers other than the ones that we traditionally assigned to Peter Parker and the Spider-Man. That's not what makes him cooler. He's a better character for other reasons. He's a different character, right? You can't make a serial killing mass murderer, likable. This isn't natural born killers. That's the entire plot of natural born killers. And the thing is, they didn't even work. Mickey and Mallory were not relatable characters because they came from such messed up lives. It, it just informed why they did the crimes that they did. They were still disgusting, horrible characters. And you didn't root for them. At least this trailer was trying to get me to root for a character that to be the character in any way, shape or form has to be a serial killing mass murderer. I'm sorry, you failed. (laughs) I know society has gone off the rails. I know we live in crazy times and you 
have actually put that phrase into your movie because you want it to be relatable and you want me to relate with Aflac. But look, just because we live in crazy times and we have the Purge movies and the Saw movies and all those messed up torture porn movies, DC, you don't have to put yourself in this situation where you're trying to give me some kind of fellow feeling for a serial killing mass murderer because he's both he's both and he's kind of a rapist i mean maybe not in all versions but i read the killing joke he's he's definitely a rapist at least there and since that's one of the most indelible marks on the joker as a character you know not going to empathize with this person I'm not. I don't care how Norman Batesy you make him because you think that Bates Motel show was more popular or something. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you're doing. But you, what I take away from this trailer, I'm sorry, I keep talking to Warner Brothers like they're actually listening, but I, I, I want to yell and scream at them because all I can see from this trailer are your crib notes. And look, I, I understand that. Almost every writer has crib notes. When they started work on Alien, they wrote down Jaws in Space. But they started there and made a different movie. It's not beat for beat Jaws in Space. They made their own thing. All I can see from this trailer is, oh wait, he's a serial killer. Okay, well, John Wayne Gacy's a serial killer, so we'll make him a serial killer. And, oh, you know who else was a serial killer? Norman Bates. So let's give him this weird, creepy relationship with his mother. Yeah, yeah. And he, like, wants to watch the world burn, so why don't we give him reasons to want to watch the world burn so people can empathize with him? But, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, like I said, they may prove me wrong on this. They may convince me that that's the Joker movie that I actually wanted, and I didn't know that I wanted it. But because the bones are so... They're more obvious in this trailer than they were for the Lego movie. And I don't have to guess if that's going to be a character like Batman, because it's Lego Batman. Right? I mean, do you get what I'm saying? It's it's just too... The, the influential pieces are too obvious. And which leads me to believe that when they were making their stew, if we look at a story like a stew, they didn't simmer it to the point where things, you know, melded and became their own because they're still sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah, clowns are creepy. People liked it. I'm doing a creepy clown movie. That, remember these other creepy clowns? Like, remember Pogo? Do you remember? The, no. I, this is the part of the show where I would normally go into the whole, well, if I were making this movie, here's what I would have done. But to be quite honest, I would never make a Joker solo film. I, I don't think that that's a good idea because... A villain is only as good as the hero that they go up against. 
And that's really true. That's why, for me, a lot of, you know, horror from the 80s is interesting. And, you know, it kind of gets weird at some point. Because if you don't... I'm not saying everything has to have a hero, and not that everybody has to survive at the end, but heroes and villains, protagonists and antagonists, are a a continuum. And that continuum gets its power from how much of a challenge one is for the other. So the more of a challenge you're dealing with, the greater the foe, the greater the hero. And so they ratchet each other up till you get to a point where you have a character like Batman who has a great rogues gallery and many villains who test him in so many ways. The Joker is such a great villain because Batman is the world's greatest detective. That That's who Batman is at his core. The Joker is not working from a rational place. He's not a rational actor. That makes him a wonderful villain for Batman. Because Batman usually looks at motive. He looks at the figuring out the reason things are being done so he can predict and capture the bad guy. But when you have a bad guy who doesn't have any of that, why did the Joker rob the bank? Not to get rich, but just because the, he wanted the money for something. Maybe it's to throw it around so he can kill everybody in the crowd like he did in the Tim Burton Batman movie. Maybe it's just to put it in a big stack and burn it because he wants to, like Heath Ledger did in The Dark Knight. But he's not the kind of character that would steal the money because he wants the money. That, that means there's a rational reason. You can deduce the reason he's acting. I feel like DC has forgotten the core of their characters. And that's why this is all falling apart. And why their movies just don't work. And why the Marvel movies do. They just kind of distill the characters down to the core of who they are. I don't understand why Warner Brothers hasn't learned that by now. You're trying to show me the reasons the Joker became the Joker. The Joker doesn't need reasons. He doesn't. That makes him capturable by Batman. And I get it. It doesn't look like you're going to have a Batman in this movie. But still, that's how a detective works. They look at clues. They look at motive. They look at the patterns left behind to determine why the villain did what the villain did. And that's how they catch them. And that's why the Joker is the perfect villain for Batman. Because he's random. There is no method to the madness. There's just the madness. Which means Batman's greatest strength means nothing. And that's why they make a good pair. Oh my goodness. Just please, please. Anyway. I didn't think I'd be ranting for a full 27 minutes about that. But I did. 
Um, I hope you enjoyed this show. If you can't tell, this worked me up a lot because I, I don't understand why you make a movie about a character and completely ignore who that character is. Cause that's just not, that's just that, that serves nothing. Anywho, if you like this show and the app that you're listening to me on allows you to rate either this episode or the podcast, please do so. That helps me out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share me with more people. Um, if, uh, I am working, there's a couple apps that are having difficulty for some reason updating and I'm working with them trying to get that fixed again. If you're not getting recent episodes and somehow you're hearing this, please let me know because I, I do this every day. Um, but yeah, we're working on that and it's the same apps. It's really, I, I don't understand what's going on anyway. Um, if you get a buck, you can throw my way. That really does help out a lot. You can look good on the show notes. You'll see a link for a, um, anchor for the community support tab. If you click that, you can support me at the $1, $5, $10 levels. That helps out a lot. That helps me with everything that I do. Um, or you can go get my book. New book is out. Crucify my love by CE Dorset. That helps out immensely as well. Or you can check out the podcast mask of the gods, which hopefully will start spreading to other platforms soon. It's currently up on anchor. You can listen to it on the web. Hopefully it'll be in the podcast directory that you prefer soon because it's been submitted. I'm just waiting for them to do it. Um, I'll let you know as it spreads. Yeah. Crazy, crazy world. Um, <laughs> that's what I've been doing for the last two days, kind of in a way. Anywho, yeah, so thank you so much for all your support and helping me get this book launched. It, it really does mean the world to me. Y'all are awesome. You can catch me on Twitter. I'm C.E. Dorson on Twitter. I'm C.E. Dorson on Instagram, and I'm posting over there more because that's a thing that people say that I should be doing. So, yeah, <laughs> Instagram, I'm C.E. Dorset. Um, yeah, we're going to try to get better at that. I used to really like Instagram and use it all the time. And then I stopped for some reason. Anyway, you can also go to anchor.fm, download the anchor app, follow project shadow, click the voice message button and leave me a message. It can be a question, a comment or a topic you'd like to hear discussed on the show. I would love that. Anywho, until next time, thank you so much. And don't forget, have the fun. Bye.